Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. Dear Do you think that I should contact him again? Help. Help. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another mini episode of Dear Prudence. I am your host, Danny M. Lavery, and this show is for you, our Plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Jordan Block, a queer non-binary science communicator, research administrator, and hoop earring enthusiast based out of L.A. And now here's our first letter. So I know that you just read the last one, but this one has been so important to you and I want you to be able (laughs) to read it. It means a lot to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, subject Christmas from heck. I also have, I'm going to take a quick break. I hate the word heck with such a strong passion. Me too. I just have to get that out there. Well, and you did live in Salt Lake City for a long time. So I feel like you probably got a lot of all the different euphemized swear alternatives. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it just like my spot. They're horrifying. Shows. They're truly horrifying. <laughs> it's, we're going to unpack that together one day. All right. Subject Christmas from heck. Dear Prudence, my brother-in-law cheated on my sister, A, with our other sister, B. This was a few years ago, and now my ex-brother-in-law has remarried to B, which our parents announced at Thanksgiving. (laughs) They were invited. Meanwhile, A has not remarried or dated much and remains, justifiably in my opinion, angry at them. Yeah. However, our opinion, or, however, our parents think that we all need to just accept the new status quo since B is now trying for a baby that might have influenced them and have invited everyone for Christmas. Selfishly, what the heck do I do now? A expects me to sit out Christmas in sympathy with her. My parents expect me to turn up and B says that she misses me. I think that A was badly treated, but B is still my sister too. And even though I hate to admit it, B and jerk in-law are happy together and good for each other. Plus, I would like to meet my new relative when they appear. I want to stay out of the middle, in case you can't tell I'm the middle child in the clan, but I can't work out how. If I go, I pick B. If I don't go, even if I take a week off to go somewhere nice, it looks like I'm in A's camp. Any ideas? I do love that in this family, there are like siblings who are willing to like steal away or sleep with their other siblings partners and then this one's like i will not say hell like we have to draw the line somewhere <laughs> thank in this you. family thank you the the moral kind of disconnect here is throwing me through a wall i think i, I am obsessed with this letter i do think i feel about like curse euphemisms the way that some people feel about like um meat substitutes where they're like if you're gonna like eat me, eat me, and if you're not, don't eat fake meat. Just eat beans or whatever, which I find silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. F- I think yeah, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, but I do feel this way about mm-hmm. curse words. It's just like if you don't want to oh, swear, 100%. totally get it. Don't swear. Please don't say things like "Oh my heck." Um, you definitely mm-hmm. say heck. Please. Don't I really appreciate getting this on the record because you definitely say heck sometimes. Do I say it often? <laughs> no, but you definitely say it sometimes. Listen, I have a lot of residual evangelicalism <laughs> that I am trying to slough off, and sometimes yeah. you think you've gotten it all, I know, and then maybe. a little bit comes tumbling out. So yeah, I do agree. Probably part of what I hate is that which I am. Yeah. Well, you have a Satanist oh, tattoo oh, now, and that's so what that's, I'm doing do what I can. I think like my thing with the word heck is it's so. It's so like alien to me. And I also cuss like a sailor, but it just like it just inserts itself like into my body. It also just like, like 
I associate mm. it with something we were talking about again, I think in an earlier episode, which is like people who will say things like, I'm not homophobic, I'm not transphobic, I support you, but then don't do it. And so this just mm-hmm. this way of like yeah. trying to soften Thank something you. or pretend that something's not there. Like the word is hell. The word you are looking for is hell. If you don't want to invoke those associations, I totally get it. But like adding a different sound to the end of hell and acting like you have made a new word just makes me feel like I'm losing my mind. I, I'm really glad it's, we're all It makes me feel crazy. This. I feel, I feel <laughs> and, very strongly. And I always feel so alienated by the kind of like constant euphemizing that one encounters with this sort of stuff. Even as one doesn't, I do understand it's sometimes like post-traumatic for people. I think like heck specifically, like yeah. bothers me more than like a fudge for fuck because heck just, it sounds meaner. It sounds worse mm. and it sounds vaguely hate crimey. I just yeah. think it's across the board a worse word yeah. individually. I'm definitely down I with think the it should hate be crime banned. reading. Yeah. So... <laughs> Apologies to this letter writer, but I do feel like the the heck here is is part of the problem, which is like you want to pretend that there's a way to not choose a side here or you want to pretend like maybe I can convince a that it's not that bad because like our sister and A's ex-husband make a better couple. And it's just like, you're not going to be able to square that circle. You cannot straddle that divide and hold on to each of your siblings. Like, they're never going to repair this relationship because her fucking husband left her for her fucking sister and they're having a fucking baby. Like, to call that justifiably, in my opinion, angry doesn't really do it justice. Like, that relationship cannot be repaired. One may not normally see how one could be angry in this situation, but I'm going to go out on a limb. Right, but I can see all. There's some part of me that kind of appreciates that uh, the letter writer can acknowledge that B and Jerk and Law are good for each other. That I mean, like they one thing they have in common is that they are both jerks uh, when it comes to like yeah. <laughs> um, sexual ethics. Like, but um, you know, that, I, I don't know. I kind of get that, but at the same time, like, why are these people still all having family holidays together? Like, as middle child, it is your responsibility here just to get the heck out. That's what take a vacation. <laughs> Yeah, you're and you're just going to need to like either decide like your sister um is like hasn't dated is is essentially estranged from the rest of the family is uh you know it doesn't sound like like lashing out in her anger is just sort of like look I I need I need my space. So yeah, either you can say like I, I'm with you, I want to spend time with you, let's spend the holidays together or you can say uh, you know, I, I really want to get to know this new baby and I feel like they're actually good for each other. And I agree that what they did to you is awful, but like I'm willing to put that to the side to get to know them. And then accepting that your other sister will probably be very angry with you, but you have to own whatever choice you make. Mm-hmm. My fear for right, you is exactly. that you are going to make a choice and pretend that you're not and attempt to mm-hmm. claim neutrality that you don't actually possess and try to make everyone happy and say like, I'm not choosing sides. I'm not choosing sides. You literally have mm-hmm. to. Yeah, exactly. And like, just kind of be okay with not coming out of this completely clean and not from like an objective moral standpoint. I mean, maybe, but I'm not going to put that out there. But like, you're going to choose a side. People are going to feel a way about it. And like Danny said, you're just going to have to sit with yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. The whole like, I want to stay out of the middle. 
well, you can't, you know, because your brother-in-law left your sister for your other sister. There's no middle there. You either say, you know, I'm on this side or I'm on that side. And it doesn't mean that you have to, like, cast one side of your family away forever. It just means that whatever choice you make, someone's going to get hurt. And you need to be able to uh, acknowledge that hurt and figure out either other ways we can try to repair this between us. Or do you need space? Or do we need to have a fight? Like, this fantasy where it's like, our family can be like ripped apart by this horrible act of like betrayal and sadness and then later like new life and like yeah. love and happy relationship. I'm just going to somehow be able to like ice skate my way through it like Hans Brinker. <laughs> it's just like, right. you need to acknowledge reality. You need to say hell. Mm-hmm. You need to acknowledge hurt. <laughs> you need to acknowledge choice. And that's really it. Yeah. Like hell is real, but it doesn't exist. Like. That's where you need to get to in this. So I'm not going to tell you, like, which sister to spend the holidays with. But I think whatever choice. What? Hey, spend it with A. Jesus Christ. I don't don't think that's a difficult (laughs) call at all. Especially because everybody else is already. Yeah, exactly. The family's lined up behind the douchebags, which is always the way. Especially because they're like having, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, we're having a baby. We're a couple. Everyone's going to be so We're reproducing our children. We're, we're, you know. We're making more of this shit Exactly. We are like investing in this franchise. No, end the franchise, end reproductive futurity, end heterosexuality. Can you can you tell that Grace and I have recently become fully estranged from my family of origin? Are you picking up on any of that energy here? I'm getting it in. I'm getting it in bills. This is it's fantastic. This is the whole thing. It's like the parents are invested in just making more babies and not (laughs) saying anything else. That has any bearing on kind of ethics. Right. Um, Because the Mm -hmm. drive to just reproduce babies is like the prime directive and everything else can be slotted into place. Yeah. yeah. I'm acting like I know this family on the basis of the fact that the word heck appears in the subject line. I think it's an insight. (laughs) It it is a very I've lived among you American evangelicals for a decade at this point. Too long. (laughs) I feel like I've also watched enough like scandal shows on TLC mm-hmm. that I do know this family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll just say is like, again, like you say, if I don't go, it looks like I'm in A's camp. Stop worrying about what things look like and start worrying about what things you're doing. Like, don't just mm-hmm. act in a way that like offers the appearance of support in one direction or the other. Choose a fucking side. <laughs> like choose a side choose a word or a not word and stick to it. Right. I don't want to be like full revelations 314 to 22, but it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming there's an evangelical background here and I could be way off, but it's just like, don't be the fucking church that is neither hot nor cold. and must be spit out of the mouth. Anyways, mm. Jordan, <laughs> you're so fantastic. You are just a joy. You're both a True pleasure. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I hope we get to meet in person soon. I hope so, too. We do. In New York. Yes. Yes. New York, please. Uh, We're going to do it. It's going to be amazing. I need a trip there. Um, You are fantastic and the greatest guest in the history of time, and I hope you come back very soon. Okay, bye, guys. Okay, bye. bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's my hard exit. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. That's right. Get out of here. All right. Bye, Bye later. Grace, if you yourself have a minute, we have one letter we didn't get a chance to get to with Jordan, but just a secret special. Just the Danny two of us. Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> for old time's sake. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it's the kind of letter that 
I try not to answer too often because okay. the answer is almost always the same. I haven't read it yet. Great. Well, would you like me to read it so that you can hear it? Yeah, I'd love that. Great. The subject is strain of being supportive. It is hard to be supportive. Yeah. It's very hard. We'll get there. Dear Prudence, my partner of three years came out to me as trans six months ago. I love her, but I am straight. She was terrified of rejection, so I stayed with a smile. She doesn't have anyone else in her corner right now. Her parents told us not to come for Christmas, and we have lost several friends. We have started moving in more queer circles, which makes me uncomfortable. I feel like a fraud here, and I actually don't have much in common with anyone except a few people who are obsessed with their dogs like me. I am lonely and have struggled with my attraction to my partner as she gets more feminine. Our sex life has nosedived. The few times I have tried to talk about my feelings, it has triggered a fight, and I've ended up apologizing and feeling guilty. I know this isn't her fault, but I can't stay, and I don't know how to leave. Help. She has told me I am the only reason she is still breathing some days. Um, yeah. Well, I think that you should end the relationship. I also think that you are going to end the relationship. Yeah, and I think it's okay. And you need to. And I think you know that on some level. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's, It's not the strain of being supportive. It's the strain of being told you are the reason that I am alive and you can't leave me. Yeah. Which she may not have said explicitly you can't leave me, but she's made it clear that that is not an option. You know, just to like be a little bit more forceful on that point, it is not okay to threaten suicide in order to get someone to make an emotional commitment to you. Yeah. Um, And if somebody were to threaten suicide to you uh, in order to extract an emotional commitment, uh, then you should withhold the emotional commitment and prioritize your own self-care. Yeah, and I think especially because people who do that don't necessarily say, I am doing this manipulatively and consciously, it can often feel... Uh, as if you need to say like, well, they don't really mean that they don't or they don't know how painful that is or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's just not an OK thing ever to do. It just isn't. You know, y- you are not a bad person for wanting to date uh, boys or masculine people. Um, you are not a bad person for not wanting to be in a relationship with a woman. You're not a bad person for wanting to be in a relationship with someone who is suicidal. I'm a little concerned about your feeling uncomfortable in queer circles, but I'm willing to let that slide in the context. Right. I had that thought, too, which is just like presumably even if you like if you had a boyfriend right now and you just didn't like having gay friends, I would say that strikes me as homophobic. Yeah. My guess is it feels bound up in the whole I feel pressured to perform like enthusiastic, potentially bisexual or lesbian support in a Mm -hmm. way that is not actually real or meaningfully. So assuming that that's what's going on, I get it. Hopefully, once you are out of this relationship, you can pay attention to, if you're still uncomfortable around queer people, that might be worth seeking out a therapist for because mm-hmm. it is not the fault of queer people that you... like, Or just stay away from queer... I mean, like... We, yeah, or leave, yeah, leave know, queer people just alone. Just leave, leave yeah. us alone, yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, I think you know where the problem started, which was she was terrified of rejection, so I stayed with a smile. Um, and that's not to say, like, it's your fault or how wrong you were, but just you can't stay with people because they're terrified of rejection. That's mm-hmm. not in a, a healthy basis for a relationship. So you're going to need to break up with her. You're going to need to accept that whatever support she gets from like for in dealing with that breakup can't come from you. Yeah. You can't be the person who supports her after you break up with her. Yeah, that's a really good point. That will that will be presumably something that is asked of you. Yeah. And you yeah. Ju- you just can't. You're not being cruel. You're not being transphobic um, in breaking up with her. Um, 
and she needs to develop different coping strategies than threatening suicide so that you stay with her forever. Mm-hmm. It's funny. So much of like so many of the problems, I guess you're right, come down to like women who feel that it would be wrong of them to leave a relationship on moral grounds and therefore stay in a relationship that is doing them emotional harm. Yeah. And the moral grounds are invariably bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it is very, very common among women. I also hear from non-binary and, and, and people and men um, who are in that same situation. But it, sorry, I'm, I'm like a little sensitive to it after our earlier letter where the woman was like, he was sexually assaulted like a woman was. Yeah. And so I just also feel like um, as as common as it is among women, it's it's whenever somebody is going through this and when I myself have gone through this variously in times of my life where people experienced me as a woman or times when people didn't experience me as a woman. Um, it was hard and it sucked all of those times. Yes. Yeah. It was very rambling. Yeah. I, I, I guess if it's important for me to say that it is not just women who get bullied into um, staying in relationships that are emotionally harmful, then, um, you know, I'm happy to acknowledge that clearly it is not just women who are in that situation. I will maintain that it is often and distinctively women um, and probably that it is a feminizing pattern of emotional abuse, even when it is a pattern directed against men and non-binary people. I'll sign off on that. But yeah, you need to. You need to leave. And you need to um, ask for support from your people, whoever that may be. Um, And if it's, you know, probably not going to be your soon-to-be ex's parents. It's certainly not going to be the people in the queer circles that you have felt uncomfortable around because I don't think you should ask for support from people who you don't feel comfortable with. Um, But call in your people. Let them know that you need help. Um, set really clear boundaries when you break up with her and encourage her to call a therapist or other friends, but don't try to direct how she handles your breakup. And don't um, don't accept updates from her if you need to block her number for a while, if you need to tell her, I need to go a certain number of months without hearing from you and I will not respond to your attempts to contact me. We need a clean break here. Um, I'm not saying like, you know, change the locks tomorrow or like, yeah, like have the conversation. But I just have to say, you know, reading this letter, I think this person is going to feel so good when they have ended this relationship. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, that you have to do it. You don't want to do it. It's going to suck for that, like half an hour or an hour or two hours that it takes. But don't to do let it. it go to two hours. Don't frankly. don't let it go to two hours. No, no, no. Yeah. Try to keep it brief. And you, I promise, like, you will feel better. Like, yeah. I can tell that there is in this letter. Even just the beginnings of the acknowledgement of the excitement that is on the other end of this, like the kind of sexual, romantic, erotic, social futures for you that will uh, emerge once you've been able to shut this down and shut it down. You should. And you don't need to feel guilty for that. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the implicit fear that I hear is the few times I've tried to talk about my feelings, it's triggered a fight and I ended up apologizing and feeling guilty. So that's the that's the pattern that you're going to need to not get back into this time. Mm-hmm. And I think that needs to start with like you don't need to launch into all of your feelings. You just need to say, I need to end this relationship. I don't want to be with a woman. I am straight. We are not compatible. That's it. That's not an argument. If she starts saying anything like to attempt to turn it into an argument, you know, you can acknowledge like. I know this is painful. I'm sorry for the pain that you're experiencing, but this is important and this is necessary. Um, and I'm very sure about this. A- and then beyond that, if she wants to try to turn it into a fight, if you need to like write down a script, if that would help you, if you want to have a friend call you like 20 minutes after the start of the conversation so you can say like, I need to step away. If you need to even just say like, I cannot get into this with you again when we've talked about this in the past, I've ended up apologizing um, for not wanting to be together and I won't do that anymore. 
you know, take whatever steps you need to to say the thing that you need to say and then go. You don't need to convince her that this is the right thing. You just need to say it. Yeah, just go. Yeah. Slip out the back, Jack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, play There Must Be 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. There's a lot of ways to end a relationship and none of them require convincing your soon-to-be ex that, that it's this okay. is... okay. Or, or it's what they want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I have often, again, like in previous breakups, had a really hard time with like, okay, now you're supposed to agree with me. And yeah. when that doesn't come, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not allowed. Mm-hmm. I can't get off the phone or I can't leave the room or I can't end this conversation until yeah. you say, okay, I agree, we're broken up. God. <sighs> Yeah, it's I've had really, some very long breakups as yeah, a result. You know, and I'm thinking about similar problems in my life that I've faced, including, incidentally, a problem not unlike the one that uh, you're describing, letter writer. But sigh, yeah, yeah, just just close it down, close it down, and find a new and better life out there for you. Yep, it will be good for the both of you. She should either be single or with somebody who wants to be with a woman. And you should be either happily and safely single or with a guy that you're really excited about. Yeah. That just feels really obvious to say, but like, yeah, you both deserve that. It feels Christmassy to me. Like we're just like giving a gift of clarity or something. Like You are allowed this. You are allowed a sex life that that you get to determine the terms of. Yeah. You do not have to accept somebody else's casting of you as a sexual subject because it suits their emotional needs to do so. Yeah. And she needs to figure out a way to... Uh, advocate for her own emotional needs that don't involve, again, threatening suicide. Yeah. Um, That's never okay. So good luck. Happy holidays. It's good to be back. Grace, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Daniel. I'll see you in a minute in the hallway. Uh, We're leaving together. Yeah. So I don't know about I'll see you. Yeah, this is a fake goodbye for the sake (laughs) of the episode so I can start reading ads. Cool. Great. I'll see you soon, I guess. Yeah. Enjoy turning your chair away a little bit. Okay, I'll do that. (laughs) It's been a great pleasure turning my chair away from you a little bit. That's our mini episode of Dear Prudence for this week. Our producer is Phil Circus. Our theme music was composed by Robin Hilton. As always, if you want me to answer your question, call me and leave a message at 401-371-DEAR. That's 3327, and you might hear your answer on an episode of the show. You don't have to use your real name or location. And at your request, we can even alter the sound of your voice. Keep it short. 30 seconds, a minute tops. Thanks for listening. 